Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. In this episode, we will discuss PNB Rock's passing, Jesse Powell passing, and teenagers convicted of self defense. Be sure to click the links in the description for all other channels and playlists. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. Join Kev Prosper as he beats up the bad guys, slays the dragon, and saves the princess. Prosperity Gaming is the new channel of Prosperity ULLC. Watch, follow, subscribe to Prosperity Gaming with Kev Prosper. PNB Rock's girlfriend is being blamed for his death due to Instagram post. Ever since PNB Rock's fatal shooting on September 12th, his apparent girlfriend has been hit with the blame for his death. His alleged girlfriend, Stephanie Sibun Huang, uh, posted a photo of her meal while at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle, and now many are saying this is what led to the uh, quote-unquote selfish rapper's death. I guess that's the name of one of the songs he performed. Um, Los Angeles Police Chief Michael Moore said it is speculated that the posting played a role in his death, according to the Los Angeles Times. On September 13th, Moore said that PNB Rock was with his family, with his girl, uh, with his girlfriend, or some kind of friend of his, and as they're as they're there enjoying a simple meal, he was brutally attacked by an individual who apparently came to the location after a social media posting. Police Captain Kelly Muniz said the Philly singer was targeted for his jewelry and the suspect shot him during the robbery. Sibun Huang blamed, being blamed for his death has started a debate on social media. Some are saying that it was naive of her to post their location knowing his celebrity status. Others are saying the shooter deserves the most blame. Cardi B and Nicki Minaj even chimed into the conversation. Minaj said after... Rapper Pop Smoke's death, posting your location is a no-no. The 19-year-old rapper was killed after his address was ex- accidentally posted on Instagram. And it was very faint at the time. Like, that was like you had to really, really zoom in hard to really pick up on that address. But, yo, if you're hungry, you're going to eat, right? And I guess the goons do what goons do. After Pop... Yeah. After, quote, after Pop Smoke, there is no way that we as rappers or our loved ones are still posting locations to our whereabouts, she tweeted. To show waffles and some fried chicken? Question mark? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark? <laughs> he was such a pleasure to work with. Condolences to his mom and family. This makes me feel sick. SIP. Hashtag SIP. Hashtag PNB Rock. On the other hand, Cardi B doubted that the killer was watching Sibun Huang's story. I ha- quote, I highly doubt uh, Nickers was looking at PMB's baby mom IG. He was in a bad location and people stay outside plotting, the Bronx native said. And they had to put in the Bronx native, right? Like, because she be knowing. <laughs> uh, quote, it is very irresponsible and inconsiderate to blame her for something so tragic. We should be sending nothing but love to her and his family at this time. Since nothing has been confirmed, it isn't fair to put all the blame on his girlfriend. No one knows if someone alerted the killer. 
that PNB Rock was at the location or how the killer found out. Plus, the only person that should be taking 100% of the blame is the killer. Sadly, we've lost a rapper to gun violence every year since 2018. Um, this issue is bigger than an Instagram post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, could they have been following his girlfriend on uh, her, her, his girlfriend's social media? Probably. Um, he doesn't strike me as someone that would have beef. But then again, you know what I'm saying? These LA shooters, they they out here for these rappers. I don't why are they targeting rappers? Why are they not targeting, you know what I'm saying, these these uh, fluffy white blonde hair blue-eyed uh, actors and actresses that run that you know run up and down LA. Why are they targeting rappers? You know what I'm saying? Like they targeted Pop Smoke, but like how many other people lived where top Pop Smoke lived? You know what I'm saying? Like why are they targeting rappers? This is odd. This is odd. Like, I guess it's easy because rappers, it's easy to get away with. I guess I guess that that's a, a lot of what happens. Um, it's easy to get away with because rappers attract so much beef in the first place. So it's like you never know who's who. Like, um, not too long ago, Quando Rondo's, Quando Rondo was targeted and his friend ended up getting killed. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then, you know, they, uh, I watched the social media post of they, they gathered some of the cuts from his lyrics in his videos and how they could be insightful to the drama. You know what I'm saying? And like the things that he's saying can spark a lot of, uh, you know, discontent. Um, but, but yeah, they, they're going in LA, like they go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and and it's all towards rappers. It's all towards rappers. Um, I feel like this is kind of like the birth child of the whole, you know, uh, Biggie and Tupac drama. You know what I'm saying? Like, not so much the East Coast and West Coast thing, but so much of, you know, um, it became real once rappers started getting killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, ever since back then, everybody was like, oh, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the price of being a rapper? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm good. You know? Um, and I think this is what it's becoming. Posting locations, um, I know it's almost it's always customary to, you know, if you want to take a picture of your food, it's the waffles and chicken. You know what I'm saying? Take the picture and then post it after you leave the spot. You know what I mean? That way you can support the spot. I know that's what I did. I was eating out with my family. You know what I'm saying? I was out of town visiting my son. Um, and, you know, we had some banging meals. The meals looked very visually appealing. And I was like, oh, snap, I got to take some pictures of this. But I held on to the pictures. I enjoyed my food. You know what I'm saying? I got my pictures out the way. Let everybody enjoy their food. I took everybody's pictures of their food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let everybody enjoy their food. And then, you know, kept it pushing. And then, you know, once we hit the road, you know what I'm saying? I went ahead and posted it. That's the customary thing to do. But apparently, um, you know, I don't think the girl was thinking like that. I mean... I think she was just on the humble, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, we, we just enjoying a good meal. Like, like that's what's up. Um, but now this is something you got to think about nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Now, I heard that, oh, he was at a, a chicken and waffles in the hood. 
You know what I'm saying? But why would you shoot up the chicken and waffles? Like, 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 how deep does the beef go? Like, how deep does it go? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah, it's in the hood. You know what I'm saying? But like, you, 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 you taking food out of somebody else's mouth now. Now they gotta shut down the restaurant, or they gotta change the name. They gotta go through all sorts of uh, legal drama and, and and insurance drama. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, think of the business owner that you're screwing over now. Like, like. And, you know, some people don't know to even think that, to even take that into, like, he just thought, like, yo, I'm going to rob this dude. You know what I'm saying? And then, okay, he robbed him for his jewelry. But what was he going to get from the jewelry? How much money was he going to get from the jewelry if he pawned it? Right? You know what I'm saying? You take out the diamonds, you melt it down. But you you, you still living in the hood. You still don't, you still financially illiterate. So, okay, let's say you get a hundred grand. Off of the pawn, off a of pawn and off, like, and then I don't even think he would really walk around a PNB rock. He's not like a, a mega superstar, or nothing like that. He's he's a he's a popular rapper. He don't have no smash hit. You know what I'm saying? So I would assume maybe just maybe he's walking around with ten grand on his neck. You get ten grand. You can't even buy a car with ten grand. You know what I'm saying? You can get you a little hoopty, put some rims on it. <laughs> But ten grand ain't gonna get you out the hood. Ten grand is gonna is gonna have you sitting comfortably for for about six months. And I guess you know if you a goon and you ain't got nothing to your name, and you in the you in the hood, you know what I'm saying? You sleeping on a you sleeping on a mattress on the floor, whatever you sleeping on. Ten grand is a is is it feels like a million dollars. I get it. But come on. Come on, you really didn't get... What did you gain, gain from it? And then what did you cause... What kind of heartache and pain did you cause everybody else? But I'm, I don't know. You, who am I preaching to? Who am I preaching to? R&B singer Jesse Powell, dead at 51. Uh, Jesse Powell, the R&B singer best known for his hit record, You, has died at the age of 51 in his home in Los Angeles. His younger sister, Tamara... Confirmed the news on Instagram early Wednesday morning on September 14th. The cause of death was not revealed. They so young. They so young. Why are they dying so young? I don't get it. Um, quote, it is with heavy with a heavy heart that we announce the passing of our beloved son, brother, and uncle Jesse Powell. Uh, reads the family statement. He didn't have any kids? Um, he passed away in his Los Angeles home. The family asked for privacy at this time as we mourn his tremendous loss and celebrate his everlasting legacy. Jesse loved music and he, and he especially loved his fans who supported him throughout his career. He he want you all to know you meant the world to him. Um, the Powell, quote, unquote, the, the Powell family. The Grammy-nominated crooner was, was discovered by music executive and producer Luau Silas, Luil Silas uh, Jr., who also brought acts like Shantae Moore, Kiki Wyatt, and Tricky Stewart to prominence. Shantae Moore and Kiki Wyatt, like that says enough. <laughs> um, those are real singers. Those are the, those, like, that's, you see, that was the thing about 90, that was the trademark of 90s R&B. You know what I'm saying? It was hip sounding R&B, but you could, you still had to sing. You know what I'm saying? And there were certain names that weren't necessarily household, but you could still respect their talent. You know what I'm saying? 
uh, Shantae Moore, Kiki Wyatt is one of Tricky Stewart. I don't know who that is. But Shantae Moore and Kiki Wyatt is one of them. Those are folks. Well, I don't know about Shantae Moore, but Kiki Wyatt will sing you under the table with all her baby, uh, with all her baby's kids. <laughs> she will sing you under the table. There's another um, one of those classy style R&B, classical R&B singers. Um, I know Kim is one of them. Kim, he's constantly, constantly doing shows. Like people, people fill up his shows. There's another one. Um, not the dude who was married to Halle Berry at the time. Not him. He was. He had a buddy, yo. Oh, uh, I think he was married to Shantae Moore actually. Oh, Lattimore, Kenny Lattimore, I think it is. Yep, that's another one. That's another one. You had to be able to sing. And these dudes, they would wear like <laughs> sleek, chic, classy corporate clothes, clothing, <laughs> classy corporate apparel. <laughs> with turtlenecks on. They had a blazer and a turtleneck and will sing you under the table. Like, that was that era. I loved it. I loved it. Um, I think Carl Thomas, even though he was more like, he had a lot of pop success. Well, he wasn't really pop. He didn't make pop music at all. But he had pop success. But he was in that class of R&B singers. You know what I'm saying? Where they, like, they wear a turtleneck and a blazer and will sing you under the table. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Powell's debut single, All I Need, uh, peaked number 32 on the Billboard chart in 1996. Um, his self-titled debut album peaked number 35, I, was, I Wasn't With It. The lead single from his sophomore album was his first to chart on the Billboard Hot 100, while the album itself peaked number one on the Billboard blah, 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 blah. Um, Though though his hit classic You originally appeared on his debut album, it was released on his second album, Bout It, as a second single. Uh, the record the record became Powell's most successful song and peaked at number two on the Billboard R&B chart and number ten on the Billboard Hot 100, making it his first ten first top ten hit. The Grammy nominated Grammy nominated singer songwriter went on to release four studio albums throughout his career, um, with his last being Jesse, released in October 2003. Following his retirement, he quietly continued to collaborate with other music artists and work, and worked in television production. Yeah, um, and that's the thing about, you know, um, show business, you know what I'm saying? Your, your career isn't really picture perfect, you know what I'm saying? It's always about the next gig, you know what I'm saying? So, so like, even if you don't, like, blow up and become, like, a household name, a consistent legend or whatever the case, you know what I'm saying? As long as you're talented, you can still find work, you know? And and I think that's I think that's more realistic for any for everyone getting into the game. We all have desires of being superstars and in the spotlight, but it don't always pan out that way. You know what I'm saying? It's all about what the people want. And and what's meant for you and how it pan how things pan out cuz we've seen a lot we we there's plenty of stories all throughout show business and entertainment and sports of people who had so much promise and then they wound up flopping you know what i'm saying um this is a gentleman who's lived a great life you know what i'm saying like you know how many weddings that song has been played in like when your song when your when your song gets played at a wedding you know you're you're solidified in history like like you know <laughs> like that's it that's it you know what i'm saying so i think i think he could t he could hang his hat um just on that one song alone like like 
I like I can't I, I can't play that song that you song from Jesse Powell. I can't play that song. I can't just listen to it while cleaning the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It has to be a moment. The way he the way he crooned on that song, yeah. So I think his legacy is is set. Um, he did a good job, but medically so young, so young. He must have been really ailing with something. And um, yeah, man, stay in the gym and eat your vegetables, man. Fifty one? That's too early. That's just way too early. Hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. The record should reflect the honor about June 16, 2021. Ms. Lewis, you pled guilty to the crime set forth above, specifically voluntary manslaughter and willful injury causing serious injury. Uh, the court has uh, conducted a post-sentencing uh, PSI, has allowed you an opportunity to allocute. And after those uh, issues and after a colloquy with you, Ms. Lewis, I will defer your judgment. You are granted probation on the terms and conditions set forth in the order to follow. I will impose a civil penalty in the amount of $2,175 for each count for a fine or, or civil penalty not to exceed $4,350. In imposing a deferred judgment or granting you a deferred judgment and imposing a civil penalty, uh, Ms. Lewis, I will convert those civil penalties uh, to community service at a rate of $7.25 or $7.25 per hour, which is the statutory requirement that requires you to complete 600 hours of community service. Ms. Lewis, part of the reason why I ask you questions about whether you can follow rules even though you disagree with them is that I'm here to tell you the next five years of your life will be full of rules that you will disagree with, I'm sure of it. The plan consistent with Dr. Kinchurst's recommendations is that until you reach the age of 25, your life will be highly structured, particularly for the next three years as it relates to the community service hours you will be obligated to complete 200 hours of community service uh, per year for the next three years. The purpose of that, Ms. Lewis, is that you have a story to tell. If you're willing to tell that story in front of me and the members here in this courtroom, you should be willing and able to tell that story to other young and vulnerable women in our community. And therefore, you're going to give back. You're going to give back by way of community service hours to the tune of 200, community, 200 hours community service uh, for the next three years. You're placed on probation for a period not to exceed five years. Uh, you are not eligible for early release from probation. You are, to, you are going to be required to obtain a mental health evaluation to follow any treatment recommendations. You're going to be required to obtain teenage <clears throat> human trafficking victim uh piper lewis ordered to pay $150,000 in restitution to family of rapist she fatally stabbed hold on before i go in sis sis you need to crip walk on over to that courthouse with your money in hand and pay every red cent of that with pride this is the kind of victim news that I am here to report. This is the me too. This is the kind of me too that I want to see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gonna take my innocence? And <laughs> you think you not only you're gonna traffic me against my will, you're gonna take my innocence and then think I ain't gonna do something about it? 
Yes, I will pay that whole hundred and fifty. <laughs> Put interest on it, goddammit. <laughs> Put interest on it. Because that hundred and fifty thousand will never take back my innocence. It will never take back, you know what I'm saying, the life that I could have had. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Without experiencing these kind of horrors. Like, like, let me get into this. Let me get in. Let me get in. Cause, but yes, yes, yes. Pay that whole hundred fifty thousand with pride, sis. You got it. Piper Lewis, uh, seventeen, age seventeen, was charged with the killing of her rapist and ordered to pay hundred fifty thousand dollars in restitution to the man's family, according to the Associated Press. A GoFundMe created in support of Lewis has raised nearly triple that amount. <laughs> hey, <laughs> per the Des Moines Register. Damn, nice, nice. Yes. <laughs> Pay me for my pain. Pay me for my pain. Amen. Uh, Leland Shipper, Lewis's freshman math teacher at Des Moines uh, Lincoln High School, organized the fundraiser. Uh, in under 48 hours, the fundraiser tallied 405000 from 10,500 donations. Lewis's attorney said it must be determined uh, that she's going to get the maternity fees, uh, whether Iowa law will allow them to use the donations for the restitution. Mm. There's a way there's a way around that. Money is money. They gonna want their money. You know what I'm saying? There's a way around that. Um Piper Lewis was fifteen when stabbed when she stabbed Zachary Brooks, thirty seven, to the death in Des Moines, Iowa. Reports say she was running away to try and escape her abusive adopted mother when she took shelter in the apartment building where Brooks lived. So she was in a she was Ah, uh, this touches me because this young lady, she looks like the daughter, or if not, I, if I was, if she was maybe older per se, more of age, she looks like the woman who I may have dated or who I may have fathered or who I may have dated a woman whose daughter looked like that. You know what I'm saying? This is kind of close to home. This is an average everyday Jane Doe, you know what I'm saying? A black girl. You know what I'm saying? You know, she, she could be playing Skelly and Hopscotch on the block. And here she is being human trafficked and raped. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for, for, for you, for you, you know what I'm saying? Average, everyday folks living in Safeville, USA. Try, try, to, try to wrap your head around that scenario. You know what I'm saying? And mind you, if you are a victim of any kind of sexual assault and you're listening to this, I know this doesn't surprise you or shock you in any kind of way. Maybe I'm not. I'm just going to go ahead and assume. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? But it's still troubling to say the least. You know what I'm saying? Just to wrap your head around that. But this is the world we live in. There's girls like like this in other countries. And I don't mean black countries. I mean, European countries also and Asian countries who are undergoing this kind of trauma. You know what I'm saying? And they're not going to any kind of court. They're not being ordered to pay any kind of restitution to anyone's family. They're just dealing with it and going on about their lives. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, this is, this is, it is what it is. So, so yes, crip walk on your way to the courthouse and pay that restitution, sis. Um, report says she was running away. Yeah. Uh, there, Yeah. Running away, trying and to try and escape her abusive adopted mother, and then not uh, another thing. Not to, I'm sorry to stop, but this also reminds me of the time when I reported on this uh, when you know 
that teenage girl was fighting in the driveway and she was about to stab one of those grown folks. And the, the cop pulled up and he just saw what he saw and did his job and shot the girl. And then it was also known that the girl was adopted also. You know what I'm saying? And so why are these... And all these people are on the front lawn of this girl's house. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one really knows the full story. You know what I'm saying? All we know is that this girl lost her life and she was adopted. You know what I mean? So, like, what's really going on up there? What's, what's, what's really going on up there in the, in the Midwest, in the, in the northern Midwest? The Iron Belt. Um, where was I? Let me, let me continue the story. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, trying to escape her abusive adopt, adopted mother when she took shelter in the apartment building where Brooks lived. There he kidnapped her and sex trafficked her to other men. Hmm. Lewis also said Brooks raped her multiple times leading up to his death. Yeah, that's so. This, basically, this girl was kind of like in a trap almost in a life trap, in a trap of life. Like, she got she was a helpless child pretty much put in a situation she didn't really have much control over. You know what I'm saying? This is this is sad. This is this is sad. Like, a young girl, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. There's, there's more to this story. Piper Lewis has been sentenced to five years of supervised probation and was ordered to pay $150,000 in restitution to the family of the man who raped her. According to NPR, and then, and it, it like, he had to be a creep bag because, like, you don't know this girl is 15. You can't look, her, look in her face and tell that she's, she's a child. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's a baby. You know what I mean? And more than likely, if a young girl walks, knocks on my door running from someone, I'm calling the authorities. I'm, 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 I'm directing her to the nearest firehouse or police precinct. Like, like, nah, sis, you, I'm, you not, I'm, I'm not going to be the one, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if, if you're trying to, if you're thinking legally and you want to protect yourself and you know, this underage girl is knocking on your door, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know me, me per se, me and my house, that's what we're doing. We say, all right, stand right there. You know what I'm saying? No, you can't come in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me call who I need to call. No, you don't want me to call anybody? All right, then have a nice day. God bless you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you got to protect You got to protect yourself in this day and age. You got to, as a man, you got to really protect yourself. But then at the same time, you got to look out for these children. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, who am I preaching to? Once again, who am I preaching to? Let me continue. Um, Piper Lewis has been sentenced to five years. Yeah, I, I read that already, according to NPR. According to NPR, Lewis was initially charged with first-degree murder for fatally stabbing her accused rapist, 37-year-old, blah, blah, blah. Um, her sentence for that charge, charge has been deferred in exchange for probation and a mandatory restitution payment. Um, and I'm going to get into the legality of this um, when I'm done reading. Despite the gruesome nature of the case, Polk County Judge... Uh, David M. Porter said, quote, this court is presented with no other option as is pertains to the whopping $150,000 payment. Officials say that Piper Lewis was 15 when she stabbed Brooks. So she's been she's been having hearings for this for the past two years. She's been she's been incarcerated for two years behind this. You know what I'm saying? So not only is she losing her innocence, she's losing her freedom. And then told to pay money after her release. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is crazy. Um, and she didn't ask for any of this. She did not ask for this life. 
<laughs> like all she a, a child like this or children deserve the world you know what i'm saying like oh i gotta stop preaching i gotta stop preaching they didn't ask to be here they did not ask to be here officials say that piper lewis uh at the time, Lewis was reportedly a runaway who was seeking to escape an abusive life with her adopted mother and was sleeping in the hallways of a Des Moines apartment building when a 28-year-old man took her in before forcibly her trafficking her to other men for sex. Um, despite the facts of the case, prosecutors disagreed with Piper Lewis being a victim uh, and stated that she did not intend to take a person's life. Uh, regardless, she did not intend to take a person's life regardless of how she was treated. Iowa was headed toward passing a safe harbor bill to, pro to protect trafficking victims. However, the bill passed, passed the House, but not the Senate, according to AP News. Um, the state does, does have a law, though, signed in 1997, ordering people convicted of homicide to pay a fine and compensation. There, there that goes. Um, however, in Lewis's case, prosecutors say she waived her ability to argue affirmative defense after pleading guilty to manslaughter. Oh, OK, I get that. After ple pleading guilty to manslaughter and willful injury, she was sentenced Tuesday um, to five years of closely supervised probation with a warning that violation in any form could result in 20 years of prison time. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, sis, get your money, pay your, pay your little restitution, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And and be free. Be free. I think, um, I think, well, for one, you know, she pled guilty. She pled guilty, um, which is fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You rape me. I'm going to kill you. I'm guilty. Yes, me. Raise your hand. Me. Me. That's me. Um, she pled guilty. So she, I guess she waived the self-defense argument. You know what I'm saying? Which, her, I don't know. Why did her attorney tell her to plead guilty? I, like, like, she, I guess because they would have, it would have dragged out the process and she would have just been in jail a little longer. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then that's, but that's nothing compared to being exonerated. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 you, you know, and now you on probation facing 20. You know what I'm saying? With an extra few hundred grand in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool, you know? But, but yeah, I don't think she should have pled guilty. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the intricacies of the case. Uh, um, some, some, some other person who's more, a lot more legally experienced than I am maybe would know, but I don't think she should have pled guilty to that. The least you could do is argue self-defense. And then not only that, she's a minor. She's a minor, so uh, she would have to have uh, a child attorney. You know what I'm saying? I think what they call it ad litem. Something like I'm, I may be corrected. I may stand corrected all day long. Please, please don't quote me. Um, but when you're a minor um, in court, you have to have, you know, you have to have legal representation, but then you also have to have a child's attorney. I think, no, 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 no. That's family court. I'm thinking family court. Where it's like the mom and then the dad, the dad and then there's an attorney for the mom and an attorney for the dad and then there's an attorney for the children also. That's a, that's different. This is this is criminal court. So yeah, she just you just got to have a regular old lawyer. Um, but still, but, but still, um, the fact that she's a minor, um, she can't be swabbed. 
You know what I'm saying? They can't swab her vagina for semen samples. So it's, it would be if she would if she would uh, testify or, or accuse rape, she'd have the burden of proof, and it'd be hard to prove that because you can't swab a minor. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's all it's all about you know the the testimony. So it's 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 complicated. And then in that state, you got to pay a fine. So yeah, pay that fine. Like I said, at the end of the day, <laughs> Crip walk to that courthouse. <laughs> And pay every red cent of that fine and then walk away with a couple hundred hundred grand in your pocket and live your life. Live the life that you dreamed of living when you were sleeping on them floors. You know what I'm saying? Live that life. That's the life you got. Like, my heart, like, goes out. You know what I'm saying? Even just just hearing this side of the story, I could I already know the whole story. Like, no 15-year-old wants to be in no shit like that. Whether she was complicit or complacent with anything, she's a child. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, from the bottom of my heart, you know what I'm saying? Live the life that you dreamed of living when you were sleeping on them floors. You know what I'm saying? Live the life that you dreamed of living when you were staring at that ceiling. You know what I'm saying? Because you deserve every last bit of it. And I'm going to stop right there. Visit prosperunlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. Do that freaky shit and wanna be Shitty with that butter shit that that bone feed Did you tippy, did you double do that that phone thing Flicky ticky with some butter shit that that phone thing If you cheeky chatter chuck I'll get her own cheese I'm a chicken with that head or this a bitch that won't be with us That concludes our show. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at Dollar Sign Prosperity ULLC. We would like to thank you for tuning into Prosperity ULLC and continue to invest in the brand. <laughs>